there's that, goodness, what am I trying to call that? That, that new app that's on about your life in 10 minutes that Cynthia Bailey has oh, put yeah. together. Um, but, you know, my, there's a loneliness that comes with the elderly people because they, for my dad's work particularly, and that's what I'm referring to, and of course Wayne's mother, they, they don't have dementia, but they're over 90 years old, so they don't drive, and they, they lose their, they can't, they don't work anymore, so they lose, and all their friends have died, yeah. and their spouses have died, and so they lose, um, Social skills There's is what I've heard. Yeah, and Absolutely. so they get lonely and they don't have a purpose. They lose their purpose for living and they give up. And I think just, I wish we could have a group of people who would just form that once a week or once a month, just go out and visit. Do you think, and I'm, again, I'm, not, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, the, the, the thing that has been set up for Lola Stinson for all this time has worked beautifully <coughs> and people people sign up and of course I know people have like people have a connection with her you know and like, yes. like I don't know your dad but I know right. yeah. that makes me you know who, who set that up um originally oh my goodness I have no idea I mean it's been a long time and it's set up mm -hmm. like a like a um sign up genius or whatever but same thing with Wayne Reed huh Wayne Reed's similar Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With doing his meals and stuff, but my only thought was, you know, if if we knew, um, like I don't know your dad, but I can have to see your dad. I'd love to sign up for my. I wish, but you know, what I'm saying there's a list of people. Where are they? Are they two blocks from my house? Where I could just fill in and say, "Hi, Father Creek, I want to meet you." Yeah, that's the thing. Is we don't have that. I think the thing that maybe it was Jeff Benny or someone. Pointed out of all the resources, uh, human-wise, that are dedicated to children and teenagers. And, yes. And I, I tell you, it, it, I don't know that there's any getting away from the fact that for this to be sustainable, someone's going to have to, you know, kind of take this on. And I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me if it was a paid person. Well, you know, maybe it's part-time or, or whatever. I don't know. But well, if just, just, medical does all of the, like she does yeah. all of the. She would set it all up as far as the list. Yeah, I think yeah. even if we had some way church-wide that you could register your parent or you know right. just yeah. some kind of form, some yeah. kind of list. Because I mean, you don't know don't these know. situations. So, like right. we kind of we kind of just bump into them. Yeah, right. if it's somebody like you that. know, you know about their parent. But if it's not someone you but, know, it, they may be right around the corner. Yeah, I know. The there's, there's a there's a not a committee really. It's very loose committee. There's a group of people, including men as well, but mostly women, who provide food for those who are not a part of life group, who are getting the extra meals more, over and above what the life group can provide. And so Laura sends out an email periodically to those of us who are on that list and say, this particular family needs food, here's the meal train, please sign up in the camp. And it's wonderful because we don't know who those people are. And most of the time, it gives us an opportunity to not only meet them, serve them in some way, but we only are called upon as the need arises. And so if, if there was like a list of people similar to that, that where our notice went out and said, here's the list of people that need to be visited. Can you pick a date 
that fund and just sign up, just like we do for cake and cookies. And this is really, it's really helpful. Uh, we'll, um, the shepherds are, I guess, just if you were in first service, I, I was not, but oh. I saw a lot of the 2029 t-shirts. The shepherds will be working on a 2029 vision. That work's already started. But I, I, will, I will commit to this class that as a shepherd, I'm gonna see if we can get something in writing in that vision about our aging population. I don't know exactly what it will say. Well, what so I, just, I just feel like it needs to be part of well, we had the minister there. <laughs> Those of us who wanted to, of course, signed up to the vote in that group. And if we have people just sign up saying, I'll be available to visit somebody when the need arises. And it's sort of like a meal trip, and you just pick in your day and you see. I guess the other thing that I've been convicted of in this class, and here, I just give her all the credit. And Karen Bourdain has been passionate about this, but Vanessa has just spent two tough weeks caring for my brother in law, and she came back with that same message that, oh, I forget her name, she was so eloquent from Lipscomb about. So when people came in from the street, because my sister moved out the country, she's 30 minutes from the store, at least, or longer. And for the people on that street of other farms coming over, they were mowing her yard. And her yard is big. <laughs> it's just, she's on acreages. And I don't know, I just sit there going, this has more of a community feel than some of our neighborhood people. More people knew each other on that street than some of our neighborhoods. And I said, what is wrong 
see him every day and wave at him and all that, but that's Thanksgiving this year. I didn't take. It was a very eye-opener. I mean, I've walked through the walk several times with uh, other <laughs> parents and stuff, but nothing like, nothing like what my sister's stories do. Uh, my, my mom, dad was only 30 days, but this was a lifetime group. It strikes me there's often church, like we have the Summerfield uh, church service, which is great. always about the resident, which is, mm-hmm. is great, but I don't think there's ever been efforts really directly applied to those that care for those mm-hmm. residents in some way. So and not only that, those people, if they can find other jobs, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, sometimes it's their heart that stays with it, but it is, it is little, I mean the nurses, nurse gets a less appreciation, but this CMO, they really, they really. Uh, and often those workers are minorities. Mm-hmm. You hear all this buzz stuff about racial, uh, racial reconciliation. I mean, that would be, that would be a byproduct mm-hmm. of, of that, because mm-hmm. that's just kind of who those folks are. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't mean to mm-hmm. dominate it, but I just, uh, I, I just, I, I just feel like there's, there's this gotta go somewhere. With Dad at Summerfield, I can hear conversations in some of the... Caregivers? From the caregivers and what their their life. I hear the stories of their life. I've been there long enough that they come and they'll tell me what's going on in their lives. And some of it is just awful. And here they are, some of them are having to work double shifts. And then they have to go home to that. And some are going home and take care of their own older people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Other exactly. babies. Let me just say this my sister has hired people um, that were old, the fourth floor cancer ward where Buddy was at. She became friends with several people. She could not leave at night, some of them. She could not stay 24 7 every day. Even in the hospital, she he was enough aware of where he was what was going on that she hired, asked two of those girls to stay. She, she has a long, long, long friend, a 62-year-old black lady named Denise. And she stays, too. She's been caring for our family, extended care a lot. And she worked in the, um, she, she worked in Whitfield, which is a mental institution. And she also worked in um, Down Syndrome Children. So she has a heart that loves people. But um, if it wasn't for those ladies, after their shifts, they would come to Yvonne's. Is Yvonne's pregnant now? But she, they would come to Yvonne's house, way out of the vineyards, and have a three, four, have a, it might be eight, it might be nine o'clock at night to nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> to help get him dressed. He is a 220-pound, six-foot-two man that is not standing anymore, and it is a hard thing. Well, one of the challenges, though, is that most people cannot afford to hire somebody. Well, she's about getting at the end. She says, this is really, you know. It's very expensive. Even if you're only paying on $10 an hour, it's still expensive Mm -hmm. when you're looking at that many hours. Mm -hmm. 
That's one thing I thought we could talk about too, is we've talked a little bit about uh, finances and how much everything, you know, how you pay for everything. Um, when my mother fell and broke her wrist, she couldn't pull her pants down, you know, go to the restroom and all that. So we hired a, a caregiver to come in uh, just from 10 p.m. till 8 a.m. because she needed to help to get up at night out of the bed. And we thought, if I have somebody, Daddy can rest, but somebody just to listen for Mother to say, I need, I need to get up and get out. And um, that was, it was just a few days of a month, but that cost us more than a whole month in assisted living where they got their house, you know, their apartment cleaned, all the meals, all the, and you don't, when you hear, oh, just stay at home, uh, that a lot of people think that really is an option, and sometimes it's just not. If they don't have the money and their kids or relatives don't have the money, um, it's almost cheaper to go into an assisted living, which most people wouldn't even think that was possible. And even that, of course, takes quite a bit of money and thankfully my parents had planned ahead well. How I don't know because they were living on social security and that was it. So all I know is my mother always knew the price of bananas. <laughs> and it's like if I want bananas I go buy bananas but I didn't buy bananas today. They were <laughs> they were too much. <laughs> did they have long term care? They didn't. They did not require but, but you know there are a well good news is there are programs in place to help those who can't afford care. The bad news is very few people know about them. Mm -hmm. They just don't yeah, know they a, exist. That's a great point. Another thing that could be made more public to the church is those yes. kind of resources. Yes, and have somebody who is an advocate for, you know, I know there, there are VA benefits if, if you're a veteran, of course, during a, a war. There's all sorts of programs to get assistance. However, it is not for the faint of heart to make application. And you need an advocate <laughs> for you. And you need someone who knows what they're doing. And even though there are offices and resources available and filling out all these forms, even that's a hassle. You really need someone who is like any church, is free of charge, who just has a ministry of saying, okay, I can help you fill out the forms. I can tell you what you need to get. I can go to the VA office with you. I can sit and walk, sit and wait with you and talk to the VA representative. You know, it. Same with Medicare. Same with Medicare. Yes. Medicare. Because I you have, have just so struggled. many hoops to jump through with that. I have just struggled to get that done. And I thought, what do people who don't have an education and mm -hmm. um, access to, I really struggled to get, I still, I'm retiring at the end of this week, and I'm supposed to start a Medicare next month, but it isn't all done. I mean, it, anyway, well, that's Medicare. I'm more talking about Medicaid, and where but all the, where somebody runs totally out of money, and then oh, and need the, because yeah. um, Lynn Mott's mother ran out of money before right. she passed away. Oh. Yes. Medicare, getting Medicare is And, and Medicaid is available. <coughs> you don't yes. have to go but through all that spin down stuff if you're married. And a lot of people don't realize that. They think, oh, I can't go under Medicaid right. because I have too many assets. 
and they don't realize that if you're married, those rules don't count. I guess one, so if one we had someone from, from a vision standpoint, this this is really um, pipe dream thinking. But so often you hear about Potter Creek's growth with aging. As I'm here, you know, we moved here because our grandkids are here. One day, wouldn't it be great for a grandchild to say, "Well, I moved my." parents here because of the senior programs here. Yeah. Yes. 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 You flip it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, not that that would take away from the children's, but if we had both, both mm -hmm. resourced well, mm -hmm. you might actually get the opposite of why. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. adult children or grandchildren wanting to bring their parents here because there was... And think of the stuff. skill set those people are going to bring to our church. They've lived their whole life, and they have so much to offer us. You know who, who uh, when I was doing the um, support group on, it was one Tuesday night a month, back a couple, of three years ago, one thing that you don't, that I was wishing I could communicate, and I, I did a bulletin article one time about the support group, and what I was trying to communicate was, this isn't just for people who have and someone they're caring for. This is for just about anybody who at some point is going to be d dealing with this. Um, all, the, all the 40 year olds don't realize what's coming. <laughs> you know, our kids, our kids need to start figuring this out and they don't want to face it. We don't want to have them to have to face it. But all the baby boomers, which I think most of us in this room probably were, I don't know about you two, you all two <laughs> young people back there. Maybe you, Patty, but. Uh, no, I'm definitely baby. <laughs> uh, my brother was born um, a year after my father got back from Europe, where he was for two years in the war, in World War II. So my brother was at the very forefront of the baby boomers. He turns 72 this year, um, so I'm three and a half years behind him, and I don't know where I'm going with this, but just uh, having some kind of senior ministry can not only be help to uh, those of us who are dealing, who are now <coughs> caregiving or taking care of parents who are having troubles, uh, but also those of us who are going to be moving into that area ourselves, helping our children deal with all the issues, you know, around those of us who are, you know, in 10 years, in 10 years, we, we're gonna be there. One, one thing I would put out there to get some reaction to is, uh, we, we've been at Otter Creek a long time. Some of you here longer than us. But one thing I've always kind of liked about Otter Creek is it's never been about us. Even this latest debt-free situation where a lot of the funds are freed up, we've talked about it in terms of we don't want to take all this money and spend it on us, with one exception, seniors. Would y'all see ministry funds dedicated to seniors? Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. 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 Well, you, you, do you consider that on us, or do you consider that 
No, no, oh. no, no. Because you see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. It's not really going to us, it's going to other people outside of us. Just like Vicki's dad isn't part of Otter Creek. But it could benefit him. Yeah. Or caregivers. Right, I think, yeah. It could be an outreach. If we, it's taking care it's of our children. Own. It's like children. We spend a lot of money on our children's program. They're us. Teenage program, they're us. Well, I don't disagree. I just, I, I yeah. just thought well, I'd I articulate the, the question. Life, you plan and do, and it's you teach, it's and, you, and, it's, and at the end of life, you love and care for back again, because they're like children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do become like children. Following my parenting, the parents. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what Karen said and Tanya, what you said, Fred, to be able to have uh, a group to be able to have a church that is known that we really try to take care of the aging uh, when their needs arise. Right now, I would, I would make this uh, statement, I don't think we're ready to do that. So I think part of this process is also getting, getting the younger group to realize what's ahead. I, I know I'm speaking for myself because uh, I wasn't prepared when my dad had dementia for 17 years. Uh, I was able to deal with it because my mother carried the heaviest load, my sister was the next, and I was the least. You know, uh, what the lady said from Vanderbilt, and I can't remember her name either, but really impacted me because she gave and gave of herself, and she's a pro, and ultimately she started feeling bad, you know, and just thought, oh, I'm a terrible person. I didn't, I can't go take care of him all these hours. You're talking about the woman from Lipscomb. Oh, I said Vanderbilt. I yeah. Lipscomb. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I think there's a corresponding element to what you brought up, Fred, and that is we've got to prepare the people who are going to serve in that ministry because I don't think most of them will have an idea, even if they are a professional like she was got caught in a situation where she was depressed and just ready to, to give it all up because of the intensity that's involved. When her, her dad lived in our house for eight months and I thought I was, I thought I was pretty good and pretty patient, but as each month rolled off, I realized I don't, I don't think I'm as patient as I thought. And space um, to do that. So, so there is, I think, this element of preparation for us to be effective if we could have that kind of. Ministry. Now he's now he's in assisted living, and I've, I've got we've got the guilt because we're not up there every day all day long, mm. keeping them company because he's lonely. Mm -hmm. So, at least I didn't have that problem when he was living with us. You know, I was thinking um, when you were talking about visiting. Like, it, we could almost serve two purposes with, like, when my dad um, retired from his business he had had so many years, he didn't have a purpose, and he mm -hmm. could go visit, because he was good at that, mm -hmm. and um, and he did some, but if he had a list of people he knew to go visit, he, boy, he'd be there, yeah. you know, so it might serve a purpose mm -hmm. to give some people purpose to... Give some seniors who are still in yeah. good health, but yeah, need something. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. both. Yeah. Right. There is an example of that at Creve Hall right now, and I'm tr I can't think of the gentleman's name, but I don't know who it is. Pat Langman. No. Wavell. Yes. Wavell Stewart. Wavell Stewart. Wavell and, and Julia. It's my dad's cousin. Julia is my dad's cousin. Okay. What's his first name? Wavell. <laughs> so you know well he's made a complete ministry yeah. of serving seniors. And yeah, they got a great. If somebody needs to go to the doctor oh. and they don't have a ride, he's taking them. If some so he just goes and visits yes. and uh, yeah, Creek Hall's got a good yeah. program. And I think Ferris Chapel has got a didn't they used to have a good they, program? They don't have a real program, but Harpeth Hills has. Yeah, they do. Um, and Jane knows a lot about yeah. the Harpeth yeah. Hills. Do the research. How do they don't reinvent the wheel? But well, right. one, uh, this is just an opinion. My uh, as I. Uh, recognize needs. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it could be done several different ways, but yes. um, yeah. I, I, I think it's, I really, my instinct, it's got to go beyond volunteer. There's got to yeah. be yeah. some yes. I agree. concentrated individual that can kind of keep this moving and going and shoulder tapping. And well, as I, new I, people come in, mm -hmm. uh, if there's a talent or a love for it, yeah. she or he, whoever it is, could Like Josh said this morning, um, it needs to be replicated. In other words, it needs to be self-sustaining. Exactly. So that one person, when if that one person for some reason can't do it anymore, it falls apart. I think he's talking about a paid position. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. if it's a paid position, then we've got somebody in place that knows all the moving parts. That mm -hmm. that you know can talk to the people at Creek Hall and talk to the people at and just. Best know practice. all those people. And yeah. you know the, the financial resources available and know how to get those. Some things. of the shortcuts you're talking about. Yeah. You can walk so through yes. those kinds of things with people. Help them with um, finding um, assist assisted living or almost, there's just so, as we all know, so many details. Well, if you're so busy taking care of your person, you're too tired of it. Yeah. You don't have any more extra energy. Well, and we're in the sandwich generation. So, you know, we're sandwiched between our parents and grandchildren. Yeah, I went to a meeting with Jane Dean uh, about, it's about, uh, they have a program. Who is that? At Harpeth Hills. At Harpeth Hills. Now they have, it's, it's, it's by committee basically, but they have some specialists like with nutrition, there's people that do transportation, but, uh, and they have a speaker each time they meet every month. And it was amazing what they were doing. And they have uh, a guy with last name is Rummage from the Episcopal Church. It's not Church of Christ. It's a variety of different denominations who have specialties in these areas. Mm -hmm. but, but they invite members of the church to, to hear them? Or? Like, uh, did we go in for these meetings? Yeah. Yes. Jane just started going to them. Okay. 
Okay, well, we I know that's how she are. sort of developed this Maybe we can find passion. Talk to James. Talk to James. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on my website, too. I don't they'll, know. They'll but Jane would know. They have speakers. That well, if it you sounds like what email her. one thing Harpeth Hills has done is looked beyond its own borders and said, yes. look, this is for any and all. Caregivers, families, or seniors to come learn about. Like this one Asia. Episcopal church, they have a ministry, a senior ministry. Mm -hmm. Who's there? Oh, no. Knowing that, that helps the 40 year olds mm -hmm. in their marriages when things like this are starting, uh, where you're having to take away from your family to go tend to your elderly family, etc., mm -hmm. etc. Et so it helps, helps everybody. Kind of have awareness 